We've all been there. We've walked into a room and joined a group. And then over time, we start to understand who's in charge by the way that people talk to us, by those who the others look towards when there's a question asked. They weren't appointed that position. Somehow they earnedly earned it. When I first met Stacy Wesson, it became obvious that she was that kind of leader. Today, she's going to talk about the five ways to get more out of the Costco community. I'm very proud to be associated with Stacy. I'm Steve Schwab, and this is the Casa Cast. It's the Casa Cast, created by Casa Go. It's time for the show. Let's go. Stacy, tell me a little bit about how you ended up in the vacation rental industry. Yeah, so my family has been running a vacational company for 39 years. It'll be 40 next year in Center, Oregon. I've been running it mostly for about 10 years. Haven't got all the bits and pieces of it, but just starting to get it all. And uh, that's how I got into it. I came back to the family business. I had tried some other jobs, other industries. And when I came back, it was the perfect time for my family to need somebody. So kind of jumped back in the family business. Were you already married to Greg at that time? We had just started dating. And now I have two kids, eight and seven, and then I have two older ones that are 22 and 18. So full house, not that they're all here, but lots to do. I got the privilege of being invited to the video game weekend by Greg and Caroline came and hung out with you and the kids. And I got to tell you, we had such a great time. We talk about it often, fell in love with Sun River uh, and all the paths and the walkways and getting to spend time with uh, you and Greg and your kids. Such a wonderful family. We're so welcoming. I'm looking forward to it again in April. I'm going to come out and do another weekend of video games with uh, Greg and his crew. Caroline's coming out to see you. We're pretty excited about that. We're excited as well. It's going to be fun. Henley, the other day, my eight-year-old drew a picture for Caroline. I haven't sent it to her yet, but um, she drew a desert landscape. And she goes, I'm going to send it to Caroline because she has cactuses. So, Before you were a vacation manager, you were a 9-11 operator. Yeah, so I had been working for the family business all my life because it's the family business, and I didn't want to do that. I've been, I had been working for the family business, um, newly divorced, had two little kids, so uh, didn't want to really be in the family business, and so trying to find a good job, and I uh, went back to school to get my bachelor's for child services, and in the midst of that, had gotten hired at 911, left school. Decided, yeah, make, working at 911 would be awesome. I tend to thrive in intense situations and stressful situations. Not enough to go work like an emergency room where I have to stick a needle in somebody's arm, but as far as kind of being in charge, I can direct ships pretty quickly and easily. So I worked there for only about four months. Um, it was a very tumultuous time for our 911 department a lot of um political stuff a lot of just bad it, bad juju across the board of actually they offered me my job back about a year ago cuz they knew how bad it had been when i was there but working in the sector for working for the government is not not for me too many you have to t- tattle tail on people and 
you know, the quickest and best way to do something isn't always the right way in the uh, working for the government. So (laughs) I my family business was needing me. So I left there, came back to work for the family business and have been doing that since about 11 years now, I think. That's right. You talk about a great training ground for vacation rules, high stress, chaos, I, <laughs> controlling situations. I always love chaotic jobs like 911, even child services. No one wants to, I mean, that's a stressful situation too. So I've always kind of liked those stressful jobs and vacation rules, like you said, is exactly super stressful sometimes. <laughs> so you're really a natural leader as you've come into this community, people have come to really appreciate who you are and you've been not only a connector, but a helper. In fact, I was speaking to John Spizo from Henderson and on my interview with him on the podcast, he specifically mentioned that he was struggling on Christmas day and who picks up the phone for him, but Stacy Wesson. And he just is so appreciative of you. And that's just one example of the stories I always hear about you, Stacy. And, uh, You've become a contributor to the Costco community, a leader of the community. And I don't think Costco as a whole be as good without you. I think that you such a big value add to, to everybody here. And today our topic is five ways to get the most out of the Costco community. And we talked about this in the pre-show and we're going to go over them one by one. Um, are you ready? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Good. (laughs) All right. Number one, speak up at the orange meeting. That is a good one. It's a hard one because it's hard to put yourself out there, especially in front of a bunch of people. And, but you really get value when you speak and others get value from you speaking. And there's no wrong, there's no wrong answer ever in this industry. And it's good to hear from other people all the time instead of the usuals. Like, you know, I will tend to talk quite a bit. There's a few of us who don't like white noise. So we're going to immediately, you know, check, check in with our answer. But being able to connect with folks in the orange call and offering your advice, your comments, your questions, because a lot of times people don't ask questions. And it's like those questions somebody needs to ask because others are afraid um, to ask them. But it's an easy platform, I feel like. Anytime I've had to ask something that I may feel is a little off or is this a stupid question? You know, as soon as I throw it out there, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I want to know that. Or oh, I've had that problem. So I think the first thing to be in part of a community is really just diving in and speaking up at the orange meetings as your start to get into the community. I think that's a great first one. And, you know, I, I see our community as a very safe place. We get a lot of questions and I've never heard or seen anybody ever be snarky or condescending or judgmental on it. Like, okay, that's a great question because to become an expert, you had to be a beginner and we've all been beginners in this uh, community and we're all on the same side. And I think you're spot on with that. So for number two, find one connection to start. I have found that this community is big and it's growing, which is so cool, but that in itself can be a little daunting. And I feel like just trying to connect with one person to start, especially, you know, I'm an extrovert, but I know there's a lot of introverts out there. And by just reaching out, messaging on the WhatsApp, one person 
and trying to connect is huge. I've had throughout my years in any business, I've been having a person that you can connect with one-on-one that knows you, that um, you can feel comfortable to reach out and ask some of those hard questions to is so needed in this, in any industry really, but especially this industry. And I feel like sometimes we try to go to these conferences and try to find people and it, it's just too big. It doesn't work. And so just trying to connect with one person and it may not work the first time. I don't want people to get discouraged. We're all busy. So you may connect to someone and it's just not the right timing. Don't take it personal. Go on to the next one. And it takes time to find who your tribe is anyways, even within this wonderful community that we have. A lot of times, sometimes when you go to a new school as a kid, you find one pal and they know everybody else and start making those introductions and teaching you how the ropes work, right? The unwritten rules of uh, the community. So I think that's some great advice. Number three, uh, help out. And you're really great at this, by the way. So just starting with that, uh, helping. So go ahead, Stacey. Yeah, I think the chat is a great, the WhatsApp chat we have. Um, we have many channels now and I love them all. And I think it's such a needed area for us to have because of the fact that we don't see each other. We live states, countries very far apart from one another and don't get to meet one another often. So by being active in the WhatsApp channel, I think is huge to be in our community. And um, I've been reading lately and I found something that said, when you help people, you get that high. So you've helped someone before, you get that high, that energy. And so when you're reaching out, needing help from somebody, not only are you getting your answer, but you're probably giving them a good high of helping someone, feeling like, hey, I helped this person out in the community. That's such a great thing. And I, and I, I love, I, I get those highs all the time because I talk to a lot of people via the WhatsApp chat, phone calls, you know, talking to JB on Christmas Day, which you know, I was just watching football, relaxing. It wasn't that big of a deal to me. Um, and I know what it's like to be in the trenches sometimes, stressed out, trying to get an answer, and it's hard to. <laughs> but um, answering those questions, and again, also, I've been in the business 39 years, and there's new stuff every year. There's new stuff every day. There's no guidebook that you can give somebody and go, here's how you run the perfect property management business. So even if you've only been in it six months a year, your opinions are just as valuable as the ones that have been in it for a long time because they all have newer ideas. They're younger. They have good, <laughs> good things that they've tried. And I think a lot of what this business is, is tried, uh, tried, tried, try and try again um, with, you know, new things. Yeah. You know, I'm like you. I've been in the industry for what, 24, nearly 24 years now. And just like you said, it's constantly changing. And some of the questions that somebody brand new is walking in with become some of my most valuable lessons now. They ask questions that, you know, I've taken for granted or as taken as something that's, that's just the way it is. I learned so much when those great questions are asked. And then the new ideas that I constantly get, I constantly learn from our partners on a, a daily basis, it feels like, because every market is so different and kind of like what you said, you can have the perfect property management company in your market that it, and it probably won't fit very well in most other markets. There's such variance and nuance to being that local hero, but yeah, helping each other out, give, give them a dopamine hit, ask them good questions. It does help. I mean, just being part of the community is huge and 
don't feel like you're asking too many questions. There's, it's just, it's great to have this community and have this channel that we can use in between all the other stuff. Yeah. Great advice. Number four, and I love this, be yourself. I love this too. And I have to shout out to Jill because we all know Jill. Jill's herself. She says whatever she wants. And I've been lurking in the shadows for a long time in my life and career because, you know, I'm self-diagnosed ADD. I am out there sometimes. I'm flying around. I'm hopping around, doing all the things, super energetic, super kind of brain fried sometimes. And I always felt like I'm not the right cup of tea for everybody. And so watching Jill be Jill, loved it. And it just gave me the strength and inspiration to do, you know what? I'm here. This is who I am. Not everybody's going to love me and I'm okay with that. But I feel like by embracing who I am and leaning into the community, I have really learned a lot about myself. And then um, I learned more about people and it's authentic, you know, learning from people who are truly authentic in who they are. I trust what they're saying and the connection is so much more stronger than us all trying to put on our business face and being too perfect and making sure we're saying the right thing. I hope that everybody finds their authentic self and be and is able to use their authentic voice in this community. I had a pretty good lesson from Matt Landau uh, at Keystone. You know, he, he was saying, okay, I want you to tell a story here or do this there. And man, it was painful and it wasn't, it wasn't landing well because it, I was forcing it out and I, you know, had a conversation with him. He's like, Steve, just be your authentic self. I'll ask you to do something. If it's not who you are, then just skip it. Tell me and we'll find a way to make it work. And ever since I've done that, my connections with not only Matt, but the other people in the community has really grown and I've taken that with me. And so I hope that everybody here finds an authentic voice because we have beautiful people in this community who are truly caring and trying to help each other out. We really do. Yeah. We really do have a great community of all walks of life. And it's so fun just seeing all those different walks of life out there, um, whether they're brand new in the business or been there a long time. And the adventures, I mean, down in Mexico, the San Diego group took us on a excursion of, you know, finding a random person's house in Mexico that makes cheese. I'm not that outgoing. I'm not going to be walking by someone's door. And, you know, if he wouldn't have asked those people, hey, do you make cheese? I mean, we got invited in for an hour and a half cheese tasting and learned about the culture. And it's because of a person who is outgoing and said, hey, I'm going to ask a question to a total stranger. Do you ever wonder how many amazing experiences that you miss out on because you just didn't ask or just didn't go out and be bold in the conversation. I do. Absolutely. Yeah. I've missed so many. I've learned a lot from Matt Landau in the last couple of years about this. And I think we can learn from our children because they ask so many questions. Um, and I know Matt, I think, had a series about be curious. And I think we need a lot more of that in this world and in vacation roles and in life of being curious because you learn a lot more when you're curious. Number five, Casacon. which is my favorite. I'm a conference junkie. Um, I went to a lot last year and I will say Casacon's my favorite. Um, and it's, as far as the community is concerned, it is the, a really good opportunity to get to meet the people you see on the little boxes in the Zoom meeting um, and to work on your business. 
With CasaCon, it's just a great opportunity for us. I haven't been to too many places, even I'm in the vocational business. I've, I don't think I've ever been out of the United States except Mexico a few times, and 75% of those were for, for CasaCon or CasaGo related. Um, and so to see the culture of another country and how the people live and work their lives is such an amazing experience. And to be able to share that experience with our Casago family, uh, getting to meet those, you know, like I said, those little heads in the boxes on the orange meeting, get to know who they truly are, get to know the people that are super energetic and want to go climb a mountain to the people that, hey, I, I'm more of a sit by the pool, have a Mai Tai margarita and enjoy life. So it's been so much fun to attend those. The learning we get is, I think, bar none compared to other conferences because you're learning generalization, where I feel like CasaCon has really narrowed it down to we're learning our business, even though we're all in different markets. The things we can take away from CasaCon immediately we can put into our business that day. You know, the whole workshop style, I think, is so important. And we got the idea from a book called The Learning Code. And that active learning of getting in one-on-one -on -one and trying to find a way to get the information to stick and then to make sure that it's relevant to your business. I can tell you that I go to those VRMA meetings or other conferences, and a lot of it's really interesting and exciting, but like the true takeaway of going back with something to implement is pretty low often. And at CasaCon, you're opening up your laptop, you're sitting there with Pilar or Ryan or whoever it might be, David. And you're actually digging in, working on your problems. Even VRBO sits there with your account, working with you one-on-one. -on -one. I just personally love it. I think it's uh, the best value you could get at a conference to actually work on what you need for your business. Especially from the vendor's standpoint. You know, I can go to the vendor booth and they're busy trying to get new clientele. And I get that. And it's not really the time to get help on what you need. But that's the beauty of CasaCon is I can go sit down and have 20 minutes of Verbo, 20 minutes of Airbnb learn about new things like the insurance with Rental Guardian and things that I just haven't had time to do. And I don't want to go through the vendor booths in a conference, but to know, hey, I know I have this 20 minutes. I'm excited. I can plan it out and ask all my questions I have um, and get a ton done. So those events are excited. I'm excited for what's coming with those events and with CasaCon um, and other things. But yeah, I just think it's it's such a valuable lesson. And then the, what you get from community too. I mean, there's been some fun times, you know, on the tequila buses, singing and having a blast. Um, and then to walking around the streets, you know, 1030 at night and seeing Spencer eat off food trucks. And we're all just like, you're eating from a food truck. Oh my gosh. It's, I don't think that's okay. And he's like, yeah, fine. So it's, it's been a blast getting to know everybody. And, you know, I, we're pretty lucky group here because I feel like there's no bad apples in all of us. We are all great. We all bring something to the table. And the more people that join will bring what they bring to the table. And it's just been amazing to see all that and see the people grow. Yeah. Actually, with my interview with Jill yesterday, and I'm not sure if that interview is going to work because of some technical problem. Uh, sorry, Jill. You may be talking again, but she said the exact same thing, that uh, there's just no bad apples. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that we, we're building a community we turn down more franchises than we bring in. And it's really about making sure that it's the right people and a good fit. So I think that's a big reason why our community's growth has this esprit de corps. Um, and just for the fact that by nature of the way that Costco is growing, 
by contract, nobody can be a competitor. There are boundaries. Let me share with you. You share with me as we built a brand name. You building the brand name and doing well benefits me. We're all on the same team if we're not on the same P&L. It's pretty cool. Go to Stacey's response now. Yeah, I think just seeing the community, I have people come up to me all the time at Vermin, like, so tell me about Costco. Cause, and, you know, they're not even sure they want to join, but they're just so intrigued by our community and how strong we are together and they see what we do together. And it's, I think it's funny because I think people get nervous about that and feel like they have to attack us because we're so strong and they feel like, oh my gosh, what's going on over there? Why are they, why are they bringing so many people in? And it's our community. You can't beat the community. Yeah. You can't buy it, can you? It's something that was earned with goodwill and uh, care for each other. Stacey, you've got a project coming up pretty soon. You're working on a side hustle. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, I have. This is something I wanted to do two years ago after attending Keystone, but life happened and I let things get in the way. But this year I finally said, nope, I'm just doing it. I love helping people, as most people probably know about me. And I really just want to help people conquer their dreams, their goals. I launched a podcast called Guidance Counselor for Life. I am not a guidance counselor in the education sense of that I have a degree, but um, I've been through life. I'm 40, I think six, maybe seven, who knows. Um, I've done a lot, lived a lot, and I have a lot to share and I want to help people out. So I'm calling myself the guidance counselor for life. Um, Also, because I don't like the word coach. It's got such a bad annotation these last few years because everybody's a coach. So guidance counselor for life, I'm here to help you, here to help you, you know, with your business, your personal life, whatever it is you feel you need to get unstuck and take it to the next level. So have my YouTube channel, have a podcast going, just started two episodes in, um, and we'll have a lot more throughout the year on either the podcast and the YouTube channel. Stacy, can you tell everybody how they find you on? Yeah, it's the YouTube's backslash in Stacy Weston. So it's S-T-A-C-Y-W-E-S-S-O-N, no spaces, and that'll take you right to my channel. And you can find all the things there. And is your podcast live yet? I have been launching quietly. So I do have one up. I'm putting them in both places, YouTube and Spotify, um, because I want to do the video. I'm just such a personal person. And because I'm not interviewing anybody for the most part in my podcast, I want to be able to at least see a face, even if it's my own, to feel like I'm interacting with everybody. And it will be in both locations. I will have two episodes up hopefully by the end of today uh and then i'll probably you know my plan is to do one every friday so i'll probably push hard after january when i've got a few more up but it is up you can go watch listen and give me feedback i would love it (laughs) how do they find you on spotify the um guidance counselor for life if you search guidance counselor for life in spotify i will come up that's fantastic Make sure you listen. So Stacey, have any closing thoughts as we wind this down today? I think the biggest thing is, you know, gosh, life is hard. So much is going on. We, we all have something we need to be doing or could be doing. And I think the most important thing is just making sure you have a strong community so that when hard times hit, you know, other people can help you out, step in and just keep getting that community. It's a lonely world with social media and everybody on social media and not connecting one-on-one. So I just encourage people to connect more one-on-one with people, get off social media, and maybe go play video games in Center River with Greg, but (laughs) find something that you enjoy in life, do it, and then find someone to do it with you. 
such your best good advice. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on today. We've all been there. We've walked into a room and joined a group and not really knew who was in charge. And then over time, we start to understand who's in charge be by the way that people talk to us, by those who the others look towards when there's a question asked. They weren't appointed that position. Somehow, they just inherently earned it. When I first met Stacy Wesson, it became obvious very quickly that she was that kind of leader. Today, she's going to talk about the five ways to get more out of the Costco community. I'm very proud to be associated with Stacy, and I'm really grateful for our podcast today. I'm Steve Schwab, and this is the Casa Cast. <laughs>